0: This is Uncorked with David Wilson. For centuries, we've associated blue with masculine and pink with feminine. But when it comes to wine, that's really not the case at all. Everything's coming up rosé after this.
1: If you'd like to hear more no-nonsense talk about wine and all the fun that goes with it, check out winetalkshow.com at winetalkshow.com you'll find a massive library of content for fun-loving, unpretentious people who aren't afraid to step outside the lines and challenge conventional wisdom. We'll take you places you've never been before. That's a promise. Expand your wine horizons in unimaginable ways at winetalkshow.com.
0: As the mercury begins to drop, the appeal of bolder wines rises, and by the time winter rolls around, a bone-dry Cabernet can become the sort of thing we crave to warm both body and soul. However, I am a fan of decompression, and therefore often find myself going through a transitional period rather than leaving white wine cold turkey. Or should I say, leaving white wine for cold turkey. That's why during that gentle transition from hot to cold, I find myself sipping more rosé than normal. Now, please don't assume that rosé wines are sweet just because white Zinfandel is the most popular rosé in America. Adjectives like sweet, feminine, and wimpy are not appropriate descriptions of today's rosé wines. What many people don't realize is that a rosé is generally made from a red wine grape, but the skins are removed early on, leaving less color and tannin behind. What you should do is look for rosé of Merlot, rosé of Cabernet, and even rosé of Zinfandel. And no, it's not the same as white Zinfandel. So check out a few gutsy dry rosés. There's no shortage of amazing rosé wine to savor during the fall. So enjoy them before you start seeing red. This is David Wilson, Uncorked.